0: Your mindset, fitness, nutrition, spiritual awakening, money, and relationships are all important aspects of our lives. In order to become the best versions of ourselves, we have to make room for growth. Sometimes we may not know how to begin that growth. So I'd love to welcome you to Fly High with Jay, tapping into the mindset that will allow you to change your mind, to change your life. Now get ready to fly high. Hello beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Fly Podcast. I first just want to make sure you guys all know what Fly truly means. And it means first love yourself. And in today's episode, you guys will all see what it means to first love yourself, what it means to find your purpose, and taking that step on your spiritual awakening journey. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to say again thank you to anyone who gave me love and feedback on my last episode. It truly seems like you guys heard me in a different way than before, and I think as you know I continue to share my life and the different changes that I've been going through, the transformations and the insight of my life. You will see that shift in the way that I move and i speak and I, I, that i see life and so i truly hope that you enjoy today's episode in the route that i will be taking with the rest of my podcast so let's get right to it okay so we'll just jump right into this conversation i'm really excited to see where this you know episode kind of just goes off of um but yeah kind of just want to know your story and who are you and how did you get to where you are today
1: yeah so my name is Taj. Uh, my artist name is Crown. Um, I was raised in North New Jersey in a okay. small, small town called Guttenberg. It's actually like only four blocks. Uh, oh identified. wow! It's re- yeah, really small. Um, but we're right across the river from New York. Like I actually grew up seeing New York from my balcony, from oh, my window. You wow! Know, I could see the sky and everything. Yeah, it was it it was really an interesting area. Um, but yeah, I grew up there, single parent household, me and my brother, um, and my mom. And, uh, you know, around the age of 13, I would say 13, 14, um, my mom committed suicide. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously being that young and something like that happening, uh, really took like a a big effect on me emotionally Mm -hmm. and mentally, but also, um, my life, my life path, and my life journey after that happened. Uh, uh, essentially, I went to go live with my father, and, you know, he was in Philadelphia. That's where, like, my dad's family is from. So I went to go move to Philadelphia. My brother actually went to go live with more of our family on my mom's side in Canada. I'm actually Canadian, too. Just Oh, wow.
0: Okay. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so my brother moved to Canada, and I moved with my dad and you know uh, I had to deal with like just being in high school like like being in high school for anybody is already awkward and, like, right. hard enough you know hard enough. and and I had to deal with also like the death of my mom and stuff like that and when I was going through um, but you know long story like fast forward school and all that um, I ended up back in Jersey um, in New York, and that area, and uh, I decided to, like, really take, you know, music and modeling and, like, the arts, like, the stuff that I really always wanted to do, but kind of just felt held back from different things, for myself my my uh, living situation, who I was living with, my dad and, and my family, um, and, you know, I was feeling really held back from all that, and I, I just decided to take it upon myself to go, like, full force at it. Um, and I'm still having my challenges, you know, but Mm -hmm. definitely at that point I was going way harder than I ever was before. Um, you know, messing around modeling, doing a whole bunch of stuff with modeling. Like I had modeled when I was a kid as well. So I had some experience. And then at that point I went hard at it again, did it for like two, three years before getting signed, I was signed with, uh, with an agency. Um, this past year or the past two years uh-huh. uh, and it was in like New York Fashion Week a couple times. I remember seeing that yeah.
0: Yeah yeah and then and a few other like small projects as well. Nothing too too crazy. Um, put out like my first project a year or two years ago now at this point um, musically and now
2: I'm working on, on my, putting out my second stone. working on putting out um, you know my what a, my music video slash short film sorry um music video slash short film that got halted because of covid unfortunately mm-hmm. but um that's gonna be like
1: crazy that's gonna that's a huge project i'm working on as well um and what else man what else uh, diving into acting and stuff like that And yeah now i'm here now i'm here in, in, in jersey new york and i haven't really looked back since
0: that's amazing. I've, I, I have so many questions. So I'm really excited to kind of like see more in depth of your life. But how is the transition obviously being 13? I mean, my brother right now is 13 years old. I can only imagine, you know, the trauma of losing your your mom, which as as a young boy, like I don't know if you were super close with your mom, but my mom, the, the relationship my mom and my brother have is it's so beautiful to see the softness of the side of my brother. Uh, how was it, you know, being at that age, growing up older, be- being with your dad, how are you able to, you know, connect with that side of you? Um,
1: that, w- that that was a struggle. That was definitely one of the, the f- first big struggles. I think like as a kid growing up with, you know, just single parent household and we didn't really have a lot of money, but I never really needed... I never really saw myself, like, you know, I didn't starve. I didn't miss a meal, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Like, I was still good, even though we, we didn't have the most money. Um, but once that happened, I, that's where my first, like, real challenge in life came, was trying to just deal with that. I was also, you know, an older brother. Like, my, my brother is younger than me. So okay, he, how much younger is like, he? He's about, like, two years younger than me, three years younger than me. Okay. Um, so at the time, it was, like, 10, 11. Um, so I felt like I had to be, uh, you know, like an inspiration. I had to be a role model for him, you know, mm-hmm. when was happening. Um, And then the fact that I wasn't super close to my dad, I was really actually more close to my mom. So not being uh, super close with my dad, having to like live with, like get to know him almost again. Right. You know, like, that's different. Like it's different when you just see your dad, you know, uh, here and there for the summer or for a weekend or whatever, but then like living with them, like that's a whole other aspect. So, that that was definitely my first challenge. We had a lot of like, we bumped as a lot. Um, it wasn't easy, you know, and actually, I had a lot of resentment towards my dad, a lot of anger, a lot of up. Can we
0: imagine? Stuff
1: like yeah, you know, like early on, I put the blame on. Partly on my dad, you know, also on myself and other things, but partly on him. So, like, I had that anger and resentment towards him. And because of that, like, you know, it was a lot of tension, a lot of friction, like, in the household at that time. You know, now, thank God, like, I'm in a a great space with my dad. Um, And that just came with self-growth. It started with me. And because of that, like, our, our relationship was able to flourish now these past couple years. But at the time, it was super, super difficult so um, you know I wouldn't say I wasn't uh, a troubled kid like I wouldn't um I wasn't like in the streets you know what I'm saying like <laughs> right. I wasn't like like really right you know I wasn't doing anything too too crazy but I did like definitely get in some trouble in school and you know definitely like just didn't listen to my dad you know like right. the certain shit I wasn't supposed to do um so that definitely was a, it was a big challenge
0: so how did how did you find that creative side of you? you knew that was that your that was your passion
1: so funny enough that started like really young
0: like okay. when I was still with my mom um I, I me and my brother I,
1: well, I used to force my brother he didn't really want to do this I used to like take my brother and we would like dress up and like, I would make pretend I was like doing like rap videos in my house oh sure, I love
0: that you know, like, and, I knew everywhere
1: it's like my favorite songs and just rap them and shit and like you know so I kind of was showing like signs of that very very young um, and I started writing my own songs when I was like maybe like 13 or 12 or just you know right around the time that my mom passed I started to write my own songs and stuff and throughout that whole process like especially like in high school mm-hmm. you know, like when I was still feeling the effects of that the most that's where i kind of found like you know um i guess my saving grace through writing songs right. and, and um, music you know what i mean that that was like in poetry i would just lock myself in the room when when i was going through like a tough time
2: mm-hmm.
1: an argument with my dad or something happened at school whatever i would just lock myself in the room for like hours and hours and just write songs just write how it felt
0: Wow, that's so beautiful that you're able to, you know, use that side of you to write poetry and music, and, you know, that's the way you probably express yourself, I can only assume. So you really had yourself in that in that situation. How was it when you and your brother kind of split apart? Are you guys close now, or, you know, how was that dynamic between you two? Uh, yeah, my my brother is, that's my best friend. That's oh. my best friend in the whole world. Um...
1: I love him to death. I'll do anything for him. So yeah, our relationship is, is in a great place. And at the time that was hard. It was really difficult. It was probably more difficult for him because, you know, for uh, lots of reasons, but you know, he, he was younger. Mm-hmm. Number one, he moved to a whole new country. Like I moved to a different state, you know, I went over. Right. Four hours to Right. He went to a whole new country and, um, had to be around family that, we didn't know like, super well. Like, we knew enough, but we still didn't know super well. So, like, he was in a whole different environment, so I can only imagine what that was like for him. You know, for me, it was hard, but, again, I had to, like, or at least I felt
0: like I had to be that role model and, like, not show that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to right. be a little bit for just for It's that's great. I love that you're able to still connect. And I, I know only being two years apart, I can only imagine. I wish my sister is eight years younger than me. My brother's 10 years younger than me. So I don't really have that um, close bond with really any of my family. I, can, I have one cousin. He's a year younger than me, um, but he always lived in just a different area than me. But, you know, family gatherings, we were able to have each other, but, to, you know, have someone kind of intellectually think like you it was really nice to have around so I'm glad that you know you had your brother in that time and so let's kind of you know fast forward to after high school what decisions did you make you know obviously you know we had college to think about but obviously you know wanting to go more in the art industry what was what was the decision that you had to make um to get to where you are
1: okay yeah so we can fast forward to like where I started to um I guess developed spiritually, right? Because like throughout okay. this whole, throughout my whole life and, and this, my story, I wasn't, I wasn't leaning on any like,
2: um, I guess spirit. I didn't have like a spiritual foundation, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I was kind of just like figuring out how to deal with things, you no, know, right? You know, like, um, like uh, you know, going to to substances and and things like that, and. and, and Bad relationships and all, all that type of stuff. You know? mm-hmm. um, but after high school, you know, I, I did the college thing. I didn't really want to do
1: college, and I just kind of did it anyway. <laughs> um, and it, that ended up not working out because I never
0: really wanted to be there. Right. I where I was be. Um, so I had ended up leaving
1: school early. And I, once I left school early, that's when I started to like pursue music a little bit and modeling and all that a little bit um, more. Um, and at that point. I had like a, a turning point in my life because I dropped, I dropped out of school. Um, I had, I had tried to do some things, you know. Uh, in between that, that didn't work out, and I just felt like you know my life was just like spiraling out of control. I was right. Drinking, um, drinking, smoking every day, you know, like just doing doing the shit that you do when you're young. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm still young, but just doing like chasing chasing girls and chasing the parties and drinking and all that. Like and, and I was doing that to to kind of get away from what I was feeling inside.
0: You're suppressing like, the fear inside. of what was the next step in life.
1: Yeah, I was suppressing the fear, the it's just like the anxiety, just not feeling
0: like um me who I was was good enough to mm-hmm. do any of the
1: things that I, I, I wanted to do or felt like I should be doing
0: which I feel like a lot of people encounter. And I feel like in our age, I feel like the, you know, becoming 20 to I don't even know. I mean, I'm only 24 at this time. But I feel like it's a it's a constant transition that we're always having to fight with, you know, society and the way that the world is programmed that you're supposed to do this by this age and this and this age. And when we don't reach it at that time, it's kind of like, Okay, but what's for me? You know, how can I find myself along this journey? Um, so yeah, kind of talk, tell us more of you know, how that transition was.
1: Yeah. So all right, I know I'm kind of like skipping like the, the the gaps, you know, like putting gaps and stuff in this in my timeline. But I, I, there's just certain parts that I feel like I don't have to tell. You know, it's a long mm-hmm. my whole like for me to tell my whole life is a
0: long long story. Totally. So, at one point, I was in California, right?
1: I dropped out of school, did a few things do, and then I ended up in California chasing the modeling and the acting thing, um, uh, and that, that wasn't really working out, and that's, you know, I was starting to spiral out of control,
2: and I had started to, I picked up books, that's really what it was, I picked mm. up books, and, and I started to, to
1: meditate, like, I started just watching YouTube videos, like, you know, like, the beginner. Meditation okay, but
0: wait, I have a question before you get into this. What what was that moment though that made you want to pick up a book? Or is there a specific book? Or you know, did you have a feeling that you know you needed to do this? Were you just out walking in LA and you found a bookstore or you know, what happened?
1: Right, right. Um, what was that moment? Yo, I was I was just I was at the house, right? Um we were out in the valley in LA. Uh, Um so we were out in the valley. I was just at the house and just sitting there and just like and it's like one of those moments where you just start to reflect on life, you know, just mm-hmm. reflect on yourself, where you've been, what you're doing up until that point. Now as I'm reflecting, I'm just like, yo, know, I need to make a change, you know. Mm. Like this is not like what a, I I feel like I'm I'm not myself right now. Like what am I doing? I came here for for certain reasons. I came out here to model and to act and stuff. And I just found myself like not doing that, partly because I was running away from that. I was like, I was didn't like. Well, I didn't think I was good enough to do that, you know. And and uh, I had a well, my roommate had a book. I think it was like um, uh, how to how to uh, influence friends or something like that. Like how to how to win over people, influence friends. Uh huh. Yeah. I forget the the exact name of the book. It's a very famous book, actually, I, I it's fucked up that I forgot the name, but <laughs> it's okay. I picked the, he had that book there, like, just laying around, and uh, I'm in this, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm in my bag, like, you need to make a change, and I read, I saw the title, and I was like, yo, I need, something just told me, read this book right now, I picked it up, and I started reading it, and I couldn't put it down, mm. and from that, like, reading that book, I was like, oh, shit, it started to just change my mindset, and my mind frame, uh, how I was like viewing things, and then I started meditating because I think the book spoke about meditation. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, so I started meditating and I started doing all these things slowly, and like I noticed the shift in, in how I felt. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, and, I, and then I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking, slowly but surely, right? Like I just stopped all these things, and, and I was staying that shift. And I just, I don't know. From there, it just went on. Like I, I'm crazy.
0: It's like an addicting, it's an addicting feeling of knowing inside you, especially in a time in your life where you're like, okay, something's got to change. And that's that decision that you made. And I made myself and I was just like, you know, you're in that cycle of feeling the same way and you feel stuck, but you just in a snap of a finger, like, okay, it's time to change and picking up that book. And it's funny because I feel like our stories are kind of similar where I picked up a book myself. Um, And, you know, I read it and I, like you said, you were addicted to it and you were addicted to the transformations you were feeling inside and how you started meditating. And, you know, again, you started to see life differently. And so it's so beautiful within, you know, one time of just thinking about your life and wanting to make that change, you decided to make that change for you. So what kind of, again, happened after you started reading those books and meditating? What was the next step in your life?
1: Okay, so I did that. and I started to do that, right? getting really into it and then um something came over me i was like yo i gotta go back to new york i gotta go back to new york new jersey and um that's where i need to be like, mm-hmm. i'm still gonna do this i'm still gonna do modeling and acting and um and music and like, do all these cool sh- things but it has to be in new york That's yeah. just like i don't know what it was something drew me back there so i end up going back to new york um going hard again at the, the music that's like when I when I uh, started to uh, that's when I started that first project I did my first solo project like ever um, and, and I started to get back into modeling heavy uh, and I ended up getting more contracts with, uh, with the agencies um, in New York. I was I was actually messing around with uh an agency in San Diego. By the time, so I come back. I'm doing all these things and then the meditation and the the spirituality, the reading is also going crazy. Like it just, it was like a weird, like energy shift. Like, like I had, like I left whatever bad energy was, was on me, bad juju I had on me over there in Cali. And I brought like a whole different energy and mindset to New York. And I started to see things really pick up for me um, in positive ways. yeah,
0: I just, I don't know. I so it's funny you say that too, because it's like the second that you drop that negative energy, like you said, and I feel like it was really your your intuition that told you to come back to New York. And once you left that, you know, negative space to where you are now in a place where you could grow even more, the energy and those different, you know, opportunities started just coming towards you without really having to you know, bend over backwards to go after as, you know, I feel like some of us, you know, push those things, but it naturally just comes when you start to really step into the person you're supposed to be and those things start to attract to you. So I, you know, it's really, I think it's very encouraging for people to hear that, you know, when you're forcing something and all of it starting to just resist, it's in it. It just makes more sense to just drop it, you know, and just walk away from it because there's a, there's a reason why it's not working. And I feel like we try so hard to push through those times. And it's like, you know, we have the discipline and we have the hard work ethic, but it's not always about that. It's making sure that it's aligned with our sole purpose. And sometimes it's truly not. So, you know, down the road, you know, you hear people um, quitting after years because they're just tired of it. But, you know, we have to look at it before that happens and ask ourselves, you know, is this the right direction for ourselves? And if it's not, let's try something new. I
1: love that she said, um, understanding like and knowing when to like say like all right this is enough like this isn't for me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like putting your foot down and like actually actually making the change you know that's hard for a lot of people um and i'm really glad you said that because uh, sometimes even for myself i i deal with that
2: you know mm-hmm. like
1: when no one's perfect you know we're always right. uh, dealing with um different challenges and all that all the time so I love you said that. I, I'm definitely I'm, I'm keeping that. I'm making a note of that. So uh so yeah, I'm 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 back in New York doing the the agency and the modeling thing. I mean uh, music and all that good stuff. Um then I just really I don't know, like I, I really just started to take my spirituality serious, you know. I really started to take it serious. I was like meditating every day, like thirty minutes, an hour, you know, straight, like reading a lot. Um, and this was all prior to meeting you. This is about like a year or two before meeting you. Um, I even was like posting like on social media and stuff like that, like spiritual shit, you know. Um, and I actually got into Reiki at one point. Uh, I'm still doing that. I, I'm I'm actually becoming a Reiki master soon, which I'm really looking forward we'll to. We'll so, have to
0: touch on that um, after you tell us your story because like, I I want to talk about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, oh, what can I? I mean. It, Oh, there's also a really big, a really big part of it too. Was so I'm doing all these. I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot of books. Uh, I'm meditating every day. I'm listening to like yogis and like you know like when you're going through the, your growth,
0: you're start, addicted like, to like, everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you become a sponge, and that's literally what I became a sponge. Yes. absorbing so much, and then obviously life, I think, is the is the greatest teacher. Like besides books or, you know, uh, doing mm-hmm. all these things, whatever, life is going to fucking teach you. It's going to put you on your ass, you know, it's going to prop you up and make you feel like you shit. It's going to do everything in between. Like, life is just going to be your best, your best teacher and guide. Um, so I, even though I was doing all these things, I was just having certain experiences that uh, I was really learning from and, and um, gaining wisdom, you know, like applying the knowledge. That's, to me, that's wisdom you know applying the, the, the knowledge that you have so I was doing all those all those things and I guess the, the one thing I can highlight before meeting you and that really like also set me off like like, uh, like added more fuel to the fire was doing ayahuasca
0: what's that and, I don't really I'm not familiar with
1: it yeah so ayahuasca is is a, a plant if, uh, if I'm not mistaken anyone please like fact check me but i'm pretty sure it's a plant um or root and usually found in like south america and stuff in like peru um and it it holds the highest concentration of dmt which is like a natural uh chemical found in our brains like Mm -hmm. usually activates when we we dream it's what helps us to go into that dream state
2: into that dream world Mm -hmm. um a lot of people think like dmt is like a portal to to the spiritual realm Mm -hmm.
1: like that so you basically essentially people will take ayahuasca and they'll turn it into a tea um some people even like grind up the root and like turn it into the pill form and stuff because the tea is disgusting and and you drink this and you literally blast off like to (laughs) another dimension like (laughs) you're not here you know what i mean like you go somewhere else And I did that. I experienced that. I did my research on it, read up about it, um, was hearing things about it and stuff. And so I was really interested in doing it. Uh, The way I did it, I would not recommend to anyone, like, whoever's listening, don't do it the way I did it. Please, please, please. Get a shaman, get a group, like, go on a retreat somewhere. Like, they do them in, in upstate New York a lot.
0: Oh, um, now that you say it, I actually did listen to a podcast about a guy. I think who did it at a spiritual retreat. Now that you say that, I'm going to have to yes. go back and listen to it, because I think this is what he was talking about.
1: Yes, yes, yes. The, um, ayahuasca. You usually do this on a retreat with other people and a shaman, like a, a spiritual master, a guide, like, who who just – gets you, brings you along through the whole process safely. That's how I recommend you do it. I did not do that. I actually, <laughs> I actually got it from this, some, like literally in the middle of the hood, like randomly, like my friend had like, I knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: and, 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 and I got it from this, from this dude. Um, it was legit, like it was legit. It was just really sketchy how I got it. And then I took it, me, and my brother, you know, took turns doing it with no shaman, with like no guide, like, mm. which is really like ill-advised because, you know, I mean, you could a lot of you can get hurt basically. You know, mm. like so, if you if you're not, um, like, mentally ready, if you're not there, if you're not mm. um, emotionally ready for something like that, you know, you, you can you can definitely hurt yourself. So, mm. luckily, none of that didn't happen. Um, But yeah, I did that. Life changing, like literally. Like people talk about ego deaths, that was literally um, the epitome of an ego death. Uh, I definitely recommend it for people who who might be interested in like that type of stuff, like psychedelic Mm -hmm. stuff, and and, you know, for for spiritual reasons. I don't recommend it for recreational uses at all. Um, And and funny enough, I did that, and then what that that starts to propel me even more because I felt like for time period like i I had killed my ego and i was like reborn you know spiritually um i felt wiser like my intuition i was more tapped into my intuition than i Mm -hmm. ever was like i just knew i knew what to do i knew what to say i knew what like i just knew you know what i'm saying like it tapped me into other like a, a higher version of myself um and it also is what made me go vegan so okay. I don't know, I don't know if I ever told you that, but mm-hmm. that after that, I came out of like, you do that ayahuasca and you're, you're in the zone for like eight to 12 hours, gone. I came out of that, uh, before I was uh, going into it, I was eating meat and you know, all that good stuff, everything. After that, never touched uh, an animal product again in my life. People say that ayahuasca is to, uh, you know, take it to to learn something. Like you're supposed to meditate before it, say thank you and, and ask mother ayahuasca to show you something or teach you something new about yourself, whatever. I uh, did that and that's what came, you know, was higher intuition and, and just not eating meat or animal products anymore.
0: So yeah, what but what made you want to, is it, was it more of like an intuition feeling that you wanted to go vegan or was there something that kind of, you know, insightful that you experienced during, you know, that transformation? To where you didn't want to eat meat.
1: All right, so I. You usually throw up when you do this. This was okay. part of the process. I don't know what it is about it, but you usually throw up.
0: You're throwing up all the BS.
1: <laughs> yeah, you throw up all the, all the shit. That shit cleanses you. Yeah. Shit, right? uh,
0: whatever. Mentally, uh, physically, spiritually, like all of that, totally. I like. I also, before you go on to, I like how you talked about our ego because I feel like. That is the difference between a lot of people. Is you know, is your ego driving the decisions that you make, or is it you and your intuition and actually listening to your your intelligent side of yourself and not all the surrounding of you? So it's really great that you're able to kind of strip that layer away I and mean, like you said, you really did start like step into a whole new version of yourself, a higher version of yourself. But go ahead and continue. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, so. Yes, I, I was throwing up, throwing up all the all the bad shit, and as it's happening, like I just remember like thinking to myself, like holy shit, I might actually die right now. Like I think I'm gonna die. Like I thought I I I was convinced in that moment that I was dying and I was not gonna come back. Wow. Um, and when yeah, I really was. It was it was it was super crazy. Uh, whatever you know, I got through it, and and then when it started to wear off and. I was coming back to, to I guess, this dimension, reality. Um, I thought about that moment. And I thought about, like, what was I throwing up? Like, what, mm. why did I feel so bad? And I'm thinking, like, you know, what, I, what I was I eating? Right? Like, what mm-hmm. was I putting into my body that made me, that when it came out of me, it felt like death. It, it was death.
2: Right. I was literally
1: dead animals, right? Animal products. I was eating all that. And all that shit was coming out of me and on the way out, like, yo, I never, I never want to feel that feeling again. Um, So I knew I just had to make a change. It was just like instinctive. Like it, it, I never looked back and not even thought about it twice.
0: That's crazy. I know I actually, I went vegan for a while, but because of, you know, health reasons, I had to incorporate um just eggs for the fat of it. And, you know, more salmon um, just to truly help myself. But for me, I'm trying to figure out, you know, obviously the best way to go about it because I do have a guilty conscience of you know eating animals but at the same time right now my body truly does need it and I have been craving it to be honest as in the past I wasn't craving it and I really didn't want it so I'm trying to find that happy medium for me right now at least in this you know time in my life so I love I love that you're able to say and you know be okay with being vegan because I feel like a lot of people become vegans because it's trend-setting, because people think it's cool, people are doing it, oh, I'm vegan, and plant-based, but you have a reason why you became vegan. And I feel like, you know, when you um, start that trans- transition and becoming vegan, I feel like a lot of videos that I've watched or books that I've read is, like, you have to know your why. And, you know, that can go with anything in our life of having to know our why and the route of our life and I love again how you kind of talked about your ego being stripped away and I think it's something a lot of people really truly don't understand and I don't know correct me if I'm wrong but people scared of you know what they might be revealed underneath all of that hate and sadness um because for me, you know, for you, it was like we made a decision. We wanted that change, but I feel like a lot of people get stuck of not wanting that change and being okay with where they are. Even though, you know, I, you know, I get people in my DMs of I want to do this and that. You know, one week and a month or two later, you come back with the same question. But it's like, you know, you have to ask yourself: Are you really wanting that change for yourself personally? And if you are, you, you know, there's steps to go ahead and go through it. And obviously it's not always easy. You know, there's different challenges we have to go through in our lives, but to remind ourselves that all of our paths are completely different. You know, they all look so different, but at the end of the day, we're all trying to reach a level of success, but also the highest versions of ourselves. Like you said, you know, going through that experience, you're able to see yourself at a higher point in your life. So then what happened after this for you?
1: Uh, yeah so after that then i i um i started to make a little bit more progress in, in, in my music you know like I, I i was just feeling different like i just felt like it was a new me you know what i'm saying like I just everything was new i feel like i had a clean slate at life and um you know music started to progress a little bit for me putting out more stuff um what else had happened for me at that time um my, my, oh yeah, that, that shortly after that I, is when I started to do Reiki and um, that was a whole that's that's a whole other story in itself doing Reiki, um learning that um and then I what what else happened after that, I think shortly after that like I was it was just more so me doing music, but doing Reiki and, and starting starting the new, starting a new. and I believe I met you shortly after that.
0: Yeah, so I kind of tell everyone who's listening how we kind of met because I was going through, I feel like, a transition in my life where um, I had met my boyfriend when I was 21 right after being on another relationship. And I was, you know, figuring out what I was going to do after school. I feel like a lot of people kind of go. We go into this limbo area where, you, how you kind of said, like, you know, I had so much anxiety. I was just like, what who am I even? What am I doing? And actually a month before coming to New York, uh, I my friend was just like on a whim. She was like, Come to New York with me. We were visiting another friend of hers for SantaCon. And I was it was it was November, yeah, of twenty nineteen. And I was kind of like in a mix, like again, a, a huge transformation where I felt you know, God pulling me to become a better version of myself. I just wanted it. I need to ha- want it for myself. And I actually ended up quitting my job because I was so unhappy there um, and booked my flight to New York. So you mentioned you being a sponge. And it's funny because I actually, um, in this past program I was in, they all called me a sponge because that's the person I am. I love connecting with different people. And I felt like, how we met, it was because I wanted to connect with so many different people, even though we never actually met in person. Um, I was drawn to your energy. And so, you know, obviously talking after I left New York and you truly, you know, helping me open my eyes to different areas in life um, and recommended me that book that I read, I think I read like three different times. Remember the book I am talking about? What was the name of it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's called Key, Key to, to Yourself by Dr. Venice J. Bloodworth. Everybody listening, please go pick up that book. That's like a yeah. Bible. Like you just take that with you at it all times. And it's not, it's
0: not a hard read. Of like every chapter is like what two to three, three to five pages would say the most. Um, but it really, yeah, it 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 opened my eyes to what life can actually be. And not in a sense of, you know. You go to school your whole life. You get a job to make money to you know provide for yourself and your family. Yeah, I feel like that. You know, that is the American dream, whatever. But in a sense of finding ourselves, because we're so conditioned from the time we're little, from our parents raising us to the school we go to, from where I kind of said this in my last episode again, from you know the area you're you're you grow up in. You know, we all are so different in the different areas that we grow up in, and we're also conditioned differently from our upbringing. And I realized at that time, I was like, I, you know, all these thoughts in my head, that I thought I, who I was is not who I am. That's not who I am. And so I had to learn to, you know, peel back those labels as I am still doing that a year later, I obviously I'm in a better place and a better mindset than I was last year. And that's all we can kind of, you know, look forward to month after month is making sure that we're continuing to grow and, you know, finding new insight and finding new joy and love for what life actually is and how we can truly appreciate it. Um. Kind of, you know, tell tell us and our listeners how you truly, you know, view life. How do you see it all as one? Because you okay, have a, yeah, a beautiful sure. insight of how life is. How how some people might not look at it this way, but the way that you kind of view life is very beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, that that's that, there's a lot that goes into answering that question. You know, like because there's so many aspects of life that we can talk talk about and break down. Um, but to kind of just go back a little bit, right, uh, I, I kind of want to, and this is important, I kind of want to say, you know, to more so to the last question you asked me about, what was I doing, sh- like, shortly after the ayahuasca? That, like, because I, it was like, I was born again, almost, right? Like, in a sense. Um, I, I was really becoming a sponge all over again. Like I mm-hmm. thought I knew shit, and then I realized, like, damn, I really don't know shit. And I started watching like Dr. Sabi and like learning about like the alkaline diet and like just learn just learning a whole bunch of like uh, I guess out of the out of the box like mm-hmm. you know type of, of things. And um, it's funny when you when you start to like do these type of things, like and how you explain when you're peeling off the the layers and the you know, the labels of who you thought you were. I was doing the same thing at that point in time. And, and when you're in that, like that, that moment, you just want to like, just like help everyone. You want to help the whole world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you just want to be, oh, why don't you know this? Why are you still doing, why, why are people like this? Why are, why is this, this? You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I was super in that, in that mindset at the time. Um, you know, fast forward ever a year or two later to, now, to answer your question, like after going through that and like trying to to force, you know, people, certain people, like people close to you, like you know, people close to me, like trying to like, y'all, like this is not it, like this is not how you are supposed to live, like don't don't be doing, like don't you like this, and and no, you can't see this for what it is, like you know, and some people just aren't gonna get it; they're just not because mm-hmm. they're not where you're at. We're all. Like that's, and that's the beautiful thing about life is that we're all different levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna come across people who are right there at your level. You're gonna hit it off with them. It's gonna be beautiful relationships, friendships, whatever, um, business partnerships, all that type of stuff. There's people who are above you that inspire you, that you wanna like reach out to be, you know, and there's people below you that, you know, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself personally, but I gotta, I, you don't look down on them, you know what I'm saying. You don't, you don't think anything uh, different, or and, you know, you don't treat them differently. But you'll just understand, like yo, you're you're resonating at a frequency that I am not at right now. Mm. You know, that mm. I I love me, that you that said don't, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't aspire to be at. You know, I'm, I'm I'm over here doing this, and and to bring it full circle, like how I see life, I guess in the general aspect, is like yo, it's it, it, it's all it starts with you. Right, like, like life just starts with truly understanding who who you are and what it is that you want out of life, and then once you know that, everything else just falls into place. Like, you know, loving yourself, being comfortable with with who you are, what you like to do, like that shit that you like to do when no one else is around. You know what (laughs) what I'm saying? Like are when no one is there in the room with you like being comfortable to be that person at all times in life you know what i'm saying and then and and making sure that you go for whatever it is that you want to go for because we're only here for a certain amount of time you know i wish we were here forever but we're not Mm -hmm. so accomplishing everything that you that you want while you're here there's no there's no reason to, to to just I mean, being idle, like being chill and relaxing once in a while is cool, but we all have a purpose,
2: yes. regardless
1: of how big or small or whatever, whatever, you know, it is like, you may not be Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Like, you may not be big and super famous, but you have a purpose that's just as equal as hers. Like, it's just as equally as important. You have something, you need to uncover that, you need to do that, but that all starts with you. You know what I'm saying? Like getting to the core of who you are. Like that is, that's like level one. That's level one. And it's fucked up because growing up where I guess in Western society where we're at, it's like, they bring us down to like level negative 50. Like you gotta build your way up just to get to level one over here, you yeah. know, it's like all the shit going on. You know, but once you're at level one, like you, you, you just, you can accelerate so fast and, and life life and all of these beauties will unlock itself to you super fast. But I guess that's, that's for me what, what, um, I guess life is about or the beauty of it is uncovering, is um, knowing yourself, loving yourself.
0: Totally. Okay. So let's kind of like dive more into, you know, how each one of us can experience Our own flow through life. And I feel like I like using the term flow because we all, like you said, we all vibrate at a very different frequency. And obviously, when you meet people at a different frequency, we have to be able to see that and see their energy and, you know, make sure that we're compatible because I feel like a lot of people also um, get scared in a sense of, you know, when they start their spiritual awakening with, you know, seeing the people around them, they might not be at that same level as you. So how can we, you know, with dating or, you know, with diet or friendships, how can we accelerate on our own flow through life, but be okay with that transition and maybe having to leave those p- people behind us or the different thoughts of, you know, the way that we eat or the way that we exercise as I'm, you know, transitioning and being okay with, um, stripping away those layers. So, what would be that first step into getting that way?
1: Yeah, I think the first step is um, is really asking asking yourself, how bad do you want it? Like, what do you like? What do you want out of life, and how bad do you want it? You know, is this really? It's people say, Yo, I wanna, I wanna um, weigh this amount. I wanna be this much weight. And, I want to you know look this way i want to make this amount of money like you know uh, yearly whatever like i want to do x y i want to travel the world i want to go to x y and z um how bad do you want it you know what i'm saying like do do you really want that because you really want it you'll you'll do whatever is necessary to get it you know what i'm saying And, and, and once you understand what you really want how badly you want it the next step is is having a foundation whether that's religion spirituality, whatever you know, something that gives you the foundation that yo, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z that I said I wanted that I really wanted to do and I know that you know, whatever whatever you believe in Christianity, Mm -hmm. I believe in, Jesus got me yo, God got me, like like Islam like Allah got me you know what I'm saying, like whatever, whatever it is, Buddha, like whatever you believe in, knowing like yo I'm good. Like I know if I do this, that I'm gonna be supported in my in my um, my journey.
0: Yeah. I so let's, let's talk more about diet in a sense because I feel like our diet culture is terrible. Um, and obviously, you know, you being vegan and me and I and I guess you know I feel like a lot of people. And I'll kind of express my own situation here, and you know, you kind of can tell me in that sense of where maybe I could even go and giving me a little bit of advice here or, you know, anyone who's listening, because I feel like a lot of women struggle in this area of thinking, you know, and obviously what science says, yes, it can be true. But I feel like when we have that spiritual awakening, we see the opportunity for things to be a lot more open than what Western society tells us. So in in a sense of, you know, the only way to lose weight, to, you know, get that body that you want, you have to, being a caloric deficit and you have to go to the gym to lift weights. What would you feel being in that state of mind and being where you are now, how can you see the difference and how can you shift our ways of thinking in order to achieve that body that we truly want, but maybe not necessarily have to be in a caloric deficit and just eating food for the way that it is? Right, you You. Right. You. Right. remember this
1: uh, part of the book of Kitty yourself, where she speaks about diet, right? And mm-hmm. I truly believe this. Um, Dr. Venice J. Bloodworth says in the chapter about diet um, is that you you tell yourself what it is that you want to look like, you, you create that mental image. Create that mental image, you say thank you for, for um, having done the work to be there as if you already achieved it. And then you just live life, you believe put that faith behind it and you just believe like you'll be shocked that how how you like how out of the box you can go to like achieve your goals. You don't have to necessarily do that cookie cutter shit where like, oh let me go to the gym and eat like this and da 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 and you don't have to do all that stuff, y'all. Like I wouldn't stress as much as like what you eat or like how how much you eat just make sure that you're doing something, You're doing um,
2: within reason, right? Like, don't just go eating fucking, you know, cakes and all that. All that you know? <laughs> right. But, right, but like, do like do what
1: what what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, just make sure that when you're happy, oh, you you're healthy. Like, unhappy people are unhealthy. You know, happiness and and, and unhealthy don't go together. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you got you got you wanna you, you wanna be happy. You know what I mean? Like it just because I'm vegan, I'm not necessarily telling everyone to, to be vegan. Like being vegan may not be what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's unhealthy vegans, like so it's not really about having a certain diet or going to the gym a certain amount of times. It really just boils down to happiness and, and
0: faith. That's what I think. And it's fun, I like how you said, you know, it's and especially in the book, it's the way you believe. And I think it's also more in a sense of the energy that you place around the way that you eat. So for instance, for me, you know, for the last year I've gone through so many different styles of eating of, you know, I ate no carbs at one point, I ate no meat at one point. Um, at one point I couldn't even eat anything like I mean even vegetables and some people are like how is that even so but those internal stress and anxiety and unhappiness inside of me that I didn't even realize it was alternating the way that I ate my food and so you know a practice that I've been doing recently and I feel like a lot of people don't even think this way again it's it's that vibrating at a different frequency but it's when I sit with my food, I give thanks to my food in the way that my body is going to be able to digest my food. Because, again, it's like I already see in, in the, my back of my mind and the mental image of this is where I want to be with my body. I've been in a place where I couldn't move at all. I couldn't eat anything. So to be where I am now – I'm thankful that I can just eat food without feeling nauseous after. And so, you know, with any type of food that I eat now, I used to restrict myself so much because I thought it was unhealthy. But even like you said, you know, you can be vegan and still be unhealthy, but it's also unhealthy in the way that we think about it. And so now when I eat my food, um, when sometimes when I travel, I would get super constipated. Sorry, TMI, you know, it happens to all of us, the best of us. And now when I eat my food, I imagine myself – digesting my food. I imagine my body actually being able to break down the food that I eat. You know, I eat mostly plant-based. And when I sit with that good energy and I'm eating that food as food is energy, I'm able to then carry out throughout the day. I don't have to think twice about what I'm eating now or think twice what's going to happen to me after because I'm in that mindset right then and there. And I feel like that's a key thing that most people are not understanding. It's not always about what you eat. It's about how we eat it. You know, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, that's very powerful. That last line—it's not what you eat; it's how you eat. That's true. And also, another good, um, I guess, little tidbit I could throw in there is—is is, is giving thanks and being grateful for for your food. Speaking to your food is actually really fucking powerful, um, and what you drink. You know, giving it positive affirmations, saying grace—all things are, are help your your diet, your lifestyle. Like you we, like you can literally and people you can know, fact check me or whatever, check it, do your research, but you can literally like change the molecules of water through positive affirmation. Right? Like, Absolutely. You know, you high frequencies. Like so just with taking that, take that into everything else you put into your body. Like you can change the whole your whole aspect on on eating and 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 how it assimilates with your body. I give thanks to it and be grateful
0: for it. Yeah, and I'm really excited to kind of, you know, show people who have been following me because I was I was, I was a personal trainer mm, three weeks ago, and now I'm not. And the transformation, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of stress, honestly. And so, you know, that's what I was talking about with the food thing, and that kind of carries over is the state of my well-being, you know, not even the fact of what I was doing or the way that I was eating, it was the fact of who I was in that moment and it was stress. And I actually, my acne got so bad I have hormonal acne right now, which is not as bad, but my body started to be so inflamed. Um, physically, I feel like my mind felt so cluttered. So I knew my mind or I should say my brain was inflamed my mind. And it, it was just like um, a lot of stress on me that I knew it wasn't right for me. And I had to really make that hard decision. And, you know, I had to call it quits. And I'm not, I'm not the type of person to not, you know, stay committed to something that I said I would to and just kind of drop at it. And I feel like a lot of people don't have that drive in them for themselves to love themselves enough to be like, this is actually taking away from me mentally, physically, spiritually, It's draining my energy. This is not good for me. I need to walk away from it now. And that's what I did. I just, I just, I know I said I have to walk away and I, and I did. And that whole week, it really drained me and I was so confused. I'm like, I have no income. Like, what did I just do? We're in a pandemic. I have no income now. Um, you know, I wanna start my business and that's what I've been doing. And I feel like I've been prolonging it for so long, but at the end of the day, my intuition and my body knows this what's for me. You know, being here today, I've always wanted to do these podcast interviews more and more, I just never had the energy to. So again, you know, going back in that full circle, The way that I move, the way that I speak now, the way that I eat my food, I give so much thanks to it because I'm in a place in my life where I feel it's coming together. And I know you've, you've felt that before and being there, we want everyone else to feel that way. So, you know, especially in my area of extra expertise of helping women, you know, find themselves first, you know, wanting the bodies that they desire, wanting the mind that they desire for the ultimate freedom of life. Because that's all we're all after is freedom of life. And I feel like once we start, again, stripping back those layers of the way that we've always all been conditioned to allow us to move forward into, like you said, vibrate at a different frequency is what we all strive for. But we just don't know that, you know, and, and we can even talk about it in relationships and how – it can be so hard when we first don't love ourselves. How can we be, or how can we find anyone? You know, there's so many women, like, I can't find someone. Well, it's not, in the essence, you have to find that person. You have to allow that energy to come towards you. But you don't have any room for the energy to come towards you because your energy is being drained from whatever you're doing in your life. Oh, my
1: gosh. So, how much time do we have? We still have more time?
0: Yeah, no, we're good. Oh, we're good? All right, cool. Yeah, no, that, you said a lot right there. Um...
1: For sure, you know what, uh, I think, um, I'm, I think, like you said, we're in similar places um, where I feel like a lot of things are coming together for me as well. And the key ingredient to that was giving thanks, right? And I think that's like the, the overall theme. And what I would really like everyone listening to to understand is gratitude giving thanks. Like that's the ultimate, like that's the magic power mm-hmm. that we all have. Making room for whatever it is, relationships, career, the, the lifestyle that you want is to be grateful for what you, what you already have. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, an example, I, I told myself, you know, before I set out to do this music video, um, what's become a short film now for my song, Agent Smith. Um, I was like, yo, I'm going to do this music video with, with, with my bro who's a director. Um, and I don't know how the hell we're gonna do this shit. Mm-hmm. We had some crazy ideas. Like, we wanted like, to somebody to, we wanted a stunt double to hop on a motorcycle and, like, all types of crazy shit. We wanted to hire, we wanted to get actors and everything. Um, what, it, what it really began with was, like, yo, look, I got this goal. I'm gonna write it down on paper, make it real. And I'm gonna be
2: thankful for, for the fact that I even am in a position to be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be thankful, and I'm going to make sure that I do this, you know,
1: in a way that benefits everybody. I want to help. I want to make sure that I don't I don't come at this with, with um, uh, I guess, selfish intentions. I'm going to come at this like, yo, I'm going to do this project, and I'm going to put all my friends on on this project. Like, I'm going to make sure I help as many people as I can. Yeah. I actually think I hold down. You know, I want to help five friends, you know what I'm saying, throughout this this process. I want to help at least 5 people doing this. And time goes on, goes on, whatever. We ended up growing a team of over 40 people. Wow. This music. We were me and my friend who who we started this project. Um just us two, we're, we ended up running a team of over 40 people. We had us. we had gotten a bike and a stunt double for free. We had actors, we had everything. Yes. We Love that. A whole project and a whole set, which unfortunately got halted due to due to some COVID related issues. Um, But that whole that it was built off of giving thanks and just being grateful. You know, like just like yo, I don't know how we're gonna do this, but damn, like I'm so glad that I'm in this position to really go at something that I I want to do in life. Like not everyone gets that that um that chance, you know, mm-hmm. just like that type of energy throughout the whole process. And every time something magical happened to us, we were like, yo, thank you. Like this is like, this is not all us. we right? like and we allowed the other energy to come in and to let that project grow into what it became or became rather sorry. Um so yeah, I don't know. I was just like my, my story uh, on on giving things, you know. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you're trying to do in life. It's all
0: about the gratitude. And it's I think and I think there's a there's a um a very common thread here in our talk today. And it's the energy that we give out into the world. And I and I never in a way imagined my life to be where it is now. If I did not, one, like you said, give thanks, I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is I thank God for another day because he woke me up. That means it's time to go. It's time to continue to work. And we always, I feel like, again, as Americans in the Western you know, way of living is that we push ourselves to the finish line. Like You could have thought with you know, the way that you're going with this production, it could just be you and your friends. Let's make it cheap. Let's make it quick. Let's get it out there now. But that's not what your intentions were. That's not the energy you put into this production, to where you're able to, you know, build a team of 40 people helping each other experience, you know, way more than you thought you could imagine of doing. And the things that you gained back from that were life experiences. You know, you enjoyed yourself on the journey, as you know, obviously with COVID-related stuff, you're unable to, you know, finish production right now. But that's life in itself. And I feel like a lot of us push ourselves you know, through every experience without really enjoying it, without being very present in life. And I think, you know, the more that we love ourselves and the more we allow of that positive energy within our lives, we can become more present with our lives and actually enjoy it. And, you know, for me at least, enjoy, you know, not having to work for someone and being my own boss, as I have always imagined. And I said in my last podcast, you know, it didn't come in a way that I expected it to be. But I'm so thankful to be here now, because this is what I've always dreamed of. And like you said, which is funny about your production and goals and stuff, you didn't know how you were going to achieve it. I have some goals and I actually have a let me put this out out there in the world right now, I have a call on Wednesday with someone who's going to help me build my website, because it's something I have very big visions for. And it's something that I don't think I can do on my own. So I really do need that help. And like, you know, as being an artist, trying to create that vision that you have and that drive and that love that you have that's been ignited, but you might not have the means to make it happen. You have to just trust the process and that it's going to come together, but it has to do with the energy. You know, you have to think about it in a way of, you know, I'm going to achieve it and not second guessing yourself and not thinking that you're going to be able to get it. But you wrote that thing down, you know, your goal down on paper and you achieved it. that's amazing i think that's so great
1: oh yeah no for sure um i definitely i i I like i know we're saying a lot of good stuff you know a lot of cool things right now but um for for listeners who who are also trying to to implement this into their own Mm -hmm. life you know um they're probably like you know can I do that for
0: myself well let me let me ask you this question because this will be our last question and our takeaway and I think you're going that way anyone listening what advice would you tell that one person who here who can feel I can feel someone listening who has the intentions of really making that change in their life and they just feel stuck because we've we've been there and we felt hopeless and not knowing the right step or the right direction to take what advice could you give that one person to take that next step.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you for, uh, this is exactly where I was going here, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for the question. Also, I wanna say congrats on on everything that you've been doing really quick before I answer this last question. Thank you. Um, I've been watching like the whole process I, I remember when I followed you, you had whatever amount of followers and now you have like, what is it? A A little over 2,000. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like you've been, I've been watching the growth and I'm really, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I really pray that that call goes well. I, I almost, I know it will, you know. So just keep doing your thing. Thank you. Know? Thank you for having me. So I'll answer the last question, basically, like what, what are some ways that you can, you know, implement what we've been talking about in your own life? And you know, the first things first. There is no set way. Like if I got on here and uh, told you, yo, just do X, Y, and Z. And you're good. I'd be lying because everyone's journey is so personal and intimate, and you know, it's so much related to them. It's not like what I went through and what I did may or may not work for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I can't give you this cookie cutter way of doing things. You know what I'm saying? All I can really say is you have to start somewhere man like just just take that first step first leap, whether it be starting to to meditate just to ground you in, in your thoughts um whether that be uh, watching watching some watching people talk like this taking in information you know whether that be going on a, on a spiritual retreat doing ayahuasca like whether that be you know changing your diet or changing your job or going on that vacation or whatever it is just take that first step and i promise you when you walk in your path and you walk in your in, in your light you know and you shine your light you walk through your the journey that god's laid out for you everything is just going to fall in place everything is going to fall in line the universe will conspire to work with you when you decide to work with it so just take that first step um, However small it is, take that first step and watch watch how life will will unveil itself, too.
0: Ah, I love that. It's so true. So true. So much richness in that. Well, I want to say thank you for being here today. And where can my followers find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, crown, with a K, K K-R-W-N, underscore 128. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter uh, at Crown, just as regular Crown with a K, K R W N. Um, I also have a YouTube page, which I will do better at posting, but <laughs> it is there. There's some content up on there. Um, that is also Crown, K R W N as
0: well. And then when should we maybe hopefully be able to see your production if, you know, COVID allows you to continue to create?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to. We're aiming to start production again in January. Uh, this comes this till next month. Uh, we'll probably be done shooting and done posts within another month. So I would say like February, end of February.
0: Okay, cool. Well, can't wait to be able to see you, you know, bring it all together. I'm excited for you and still praying for you. So thank you.